Get them fired up and get them to the staging lanes, baby, because Eighth Mile Apparel is now carrying Glowing Bracket Racing merch. Hats, t-shirts, hoodies, and much more can be yours today by visiting EighthMileApparel.com. We appreciate each and every one of you guys supporting the Gorn Bracket Racing YouTube and Facebook pages. And I'm not going to lose power today because it looks pretty decent outside. It's only a little bit of rain, guys. I hate it whenever it gets cold outside. GBR Live, it is January 16th, 2024, episode 141 of GBR Live. We got to thank those people that have allowed us to get to this 141st episode, which is starting with TSR Racing Products. And by the way, we're doing a big, uh, what do you want to call it? Raffle. Not a Raffle. Fundraiser. Just call it a fundraiser. Good cause. Good cause. We got uh, Dozen's giving away a set of beadlocks. We got a racer in need man doing a whole bunch of uh, medical type things going on, trying to pay for some uh, surgeries, things like that. But grand prize winner gets a set of Dozen beadlock conversions. Second place gets some TSR certificates. Might be giving that to third place as well. I'm not 100% certain yet. And then, of course, fourth place, you get GBR merch. Every $25 you spend gets you an entry into the whole raffle. So we got some people supporting that deal, so we appreciate that. If you want to go get that, George will uh, – what do they do, George? GBR Media, is that right, on PayPal? Yeah, that's the PayPal, of course. If you just go on to the Going Bracket Racing Facebook page there, there is a post. It's got all the specifics. It's got some images. Um to what the what type of work Doozin does looks pretty good by the way uh, I can tell you right now I this I had never really heard of Doozin but I'll be heading over there for a beadlock service uh, once I need mine done and uh, I've already told my old man he's got a set he needs done as well but go ahead and uh, follow the instructions on that post um, anything helps all proceeds going towards uh, the patient in order to help him get to the to his recovery as, as quickly as possible there um you know so definitely if you have any questions send a message out to the going bracket racing facebook going bracket racing at gmail.com whichever you, you you need to use there absolutely of course going back into a brg 3d printed parts anything you need brian garrett will print it up for you if you can't find it somewhere else he'll custom make it for you syntax printing out there in temple texas driven racing oil use the code gbr10 get yourself 10 percent off your order Proform Parts, visit ProformParts.com for your carburetors, alternators, starters, radiators, distributors, tools. Man, I really like the tools. I got about one of everything right now. I just got a bunch more in the mail the other day. Crew Chief Pro Software, he just did one of those live shows or is getting ready to do a live show. More information on GBR Facebook page about that. Explaining kind of what is new, new things he's doing for alcohol and E85 combinations. And of course, if you need some GBR merch, you got to visit 8 Get you some hats, hoodies, T-shirts, 
I got even a onesie for my little boy. So we're ready to go to the racetrack this year for sure. So, George, that all being said, what have you been up to? Not much, man. Not much. Just staying busy, of course. Uh, <laughs> off season's here, trying to make sure I get uh, get old Mo in a good space to uh, slap people like he does on the Three Stooges. If you didn't know, that's where I got the name anyway from old Mo. Uh, but, uh, so, but otherwise, Casey, just staying busy and um, looking forward to this show, honestly, man. We got Wasn't, the... Uh... Huh? Wasn't Mo the king of the idiots? <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't know. So hey, me behind the, the the wheel of a race car, uh, I have a, a good idiotic few moments. So it might be fitting in the first place. So we know how that goes. But no, man, this is this is the show that we have today. We want to bring on our show uh, return guests with an S. It's going to be Mel Roth and uh, Larry Jeffers out of IHRA, guys. And I know a bunch of you have questions uh, surrounding what's coming out of IHRA. Everybody's pretty excited from what we can see here. Let's add to that excitement in a question and answer sequence as we bring Mel Roth, Larry Jeffers, to the front and center stage here at the Gordon Bracket Racing Community. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in. Thanks hey, for having us. Oh, yeah. Thanks, George. Thanks, Katie. We appreciate you guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So, so, and and it, it's it's it's. It's, it is open concept here. We don't have a script. We're just going to basically speak out some of the questions you might have in the chat. So feel free to chime in, whatever you, your thoughts are. Let's keep it constructive as possible, if we would please. We're trying to make everything <clears throat> as good as possible. So the more constructive we are, you never know. Maybe we might produce a pretty good structure based on constructiveness. So... Um, one thing I know we're going to be talking about right off the bat is the uh, uh, Hot Rod Classics that are coming to areas near us. And so I've got questions that have come in through through Facebook. My first question is going to be, how were the tracks or locations selected? I have to imagine you guys had some type of a, a thought process in why you selected what area you did. And plus, we spoke about this once before on Going Bracket Racing. If you've missed that episode, head back to YouTube. So, so basically... How did you pick the tracks, the locations for the Hot Rock Classics? Go ahead, Mel. Um, I'll take that. Uh, so basically, we we want to make sure. So this year, the first year is going to be what we call our trial process to see how they work. Uh, so we wanted to pick five locations. A, they were great tracks. And then five different locations around the country. So we have Texas. So that's going to take care of our Texas. We have Indiana. We have Alabama. South Carolina, and then we have Northern Ohio. Um, five, five really good locations. They got uh, our fan friendly. They're big enough to hold these. Um, we kind of, when we first started it, we weren't going to put a cap on our, uh, our box and our no box. But then, you know, these are basically shows. So we basically want the, the, the race to, you know, at all, at all, if, all, if at all possible, to be done around 10 o'clock at night. Uh, so we went ahead and limited uh, the box and no box of 64 cars when we when we announced uh, when the tickets go on sale we'll we'll see well like I said we should be able to should be able to sell them out fairly quickly in each area um, and then if these all work out right then man the sky's the limit for next year absolutely yeah man and let's let's talk about the other classes that are offered too because like you said obviously box and no box you know those are going to be capped fields things like that. Um, what other classes are available? Because you're going to have your, uh, you know, your your big show class, which a lot of times is pro mod, uh, real steel, no time class, uh, which I think is going to have a ton of participation, especially uh, is that is that class offered at Darlington? 
Yes, uh, all, yes. All the classes will be at Darlington and, and everywhere else. A couple couple things will be different. Uh, our first race in Texas, we're going to use their Outlaw Promont series as our that the mystery class. I remember you guys liked that mystery class idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then, and then we're like I said, we're, we're there's still going to be a few other ad additions. You know, by the time these races come come to fruition, but um, so Pro Model run it all of them. A top sportsman, top dragster, all you know, all eighth mile. Just so everyone knows, this is all an eighth mile series. Uh, we'll be uh, following you know PDRA slash eight mile NHRA rules for the caps and everything. Uh, fields and top sportsman, top dragster. Either a 32, 48, or 64 car field, depending on participation. Uh, and then the rod classes. The rod classes are pretty cool. I mean, it just it woke a lot of people up because that's all they ever talked about were the rod classes. We, we uh, get so many emails constantly about the rod classes and stock and super stock and all that, but just can't get too big too quick, you know? Right. And and stock and super stock is a whole lot of extra tech that isn't required for all of the other classes. So as far as the rod classes go, uh, remind us of the indexes again, real quick, since it's eighth mile. Uh, hot rod will be 690. Uh, super rod is 630. And then quick rod is 570. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, I've, I've been hearing about, uh, since I moved to the Southeast, everybody was all about those rod classes. Uh, Danny Waters Jr. in particular was one of the people that always was talking about the rod classes. When are the rod classes come back? I wish they'd come back. Uh, Donald Webb, I think, is another guy who's who's a previous hot rod champion uh, several times um, that's always wondered about that. So I would expect those classes to have a lot of participation. And what that leads me to next is, uh, obviously, we have a capped field for the box and no box class. Is there a cap on any of the other classes? As of now, no. Well, basically, all everybody come. We're all we're all coming. We're all trying to go this index, and we're that's that's what we're doing. Right. Yeah, we don't. I mean, you know, I mean, will we get sixty-four cars in them? Possibly, uh, but you know, we're we're being relatively, you know, just being optimistic, and you know, thirty-two-ish car fields in the in the rock classes. And then we also have uh, junior director. Well, we never, you know, Larry, when he bought this organization, he said that he will never forget having junior dragsters at all of the, our races. And uh, we will have a junior dragster field. It's about bringing your family, you know, about a family atmosphere. That's what we're about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's definitely a good a good place to to bring in. And I'll show across the screen uh, kind of the payment structure. But let's talk first about the rod classes uh, where I see quick rod and your 570 index looking at about 2000 to win. Uh, same kind of across the board. So all the rod classes are kind of using the same structure. Um, and uh, I didn't know if you made any changes to this. I probably should have asked before we got on here. But um, talk to me about how you guys came up with your payment structure. Um, I, I, this actually looks like a really good race for that type of an event. Um, so what went into the to the thought process behind your payment structure uh, of these races? Uh, let's just go with the rod classes and we'll come back and talk about the others. <clears throat> That was all Mel. Larry's the Larry Larry's the money guy. No, that was all Mel. It was all Mel. But we we just hey we, we you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So we didn't want to bring the IHRA back and have terrible payouts. We wanted a decent solid payout to where we can grow from. And this is a rock solid you know across the board all the way to top sportsman top direction. It's a solid payout. 
Um, it's, it ends up being like $85,000 per race. So that's a lot of money. I know, you know, some folks say, well, you're, you know, you're, you don't pay our top sportsman guys enough or whatever. I mean, I read, we read the comments, um, but man, you got to start somewhere, but that's still a great field. You know, I, I had one guy call me up that won the U S nationals last year and he won less than $1,500. So yep. yeah, that's a U.S. national with like almost a 200 car field. So right. we just want them solid. Uh, and then, like I said, we'll, then we go from there. We're not afraid to adding anything uh, as time goes on. I all have we're, all we're asking for is a chance, you know, give us a chance to to make this thing good, great, you know. Right. I have two follow-up questions to that. Speaking of uh, speaking of payouts, first of all, uh, how about a contingency program? Because I know that obviously all of these class racers, that's the first thing they're all going to ask. What about a contingency program? Are we working on that? Do we have something in order for that? Uh, yes, we do. We're going to have several companies that are going to be posting you know, contingency cash. And then we also are signing contingency connection as part of the, all of our races. And, and the contingency connection will be part of our team finals, rural finals, and our sports and spectaculars as well. So that's something that we haven't announced publicly yet. But so there's a little scoop right there. Awesome. Awesome. When will we, when will we see the uh, full information on that? When will that be coming out as far as who's signed up and how many, how many companies are involved with it and what are they paying, et cetera? Uh, that'll be within the next couple of weeks. So contingency connection will be announced this week. Uh, and okay. then, you know, we got our, our solid companies like Moser and ATI. They'll be they'll follow that. And that's the thing. That's the thing is that uh, anybody who's watching this that hasn't been involved with class racing or any kind of divisional type events over the years, the way that contingency works is if you win a runner up the event and you're running that person's sticker in part on your vehicle, which most of the time, you have something from, you know, uh, Edelbrock on your car or Holly or, you know, on and on and on. MSD, obviously, pretty much everybody has something MSD on their car. But the fact of the matter is that you win that race, a lot of times they'll give you $200 more. You do that with 10 companies, that's $2,000 more. So now all of a sudden your $2,000 payout is $4,000. I heard a, I heard a uh, podcast with David Rampey. Um, might have actually been Luke and Jed's podcast. David Rampey was on there, and he said in like 1987 when he won the U.S. Nationals, it took home like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. I've personally talked to Dan Fletcher about stuff like that in the past of how much contingency means. That's the difference between some of the. That's how they used to race for a living was because the contingency paid so much more that you could legitimately do that back in the day. Why do you think all those NASCAR Pro Stock and all those guys? The, all those stickers mean something. They don't all just pay them to have a sticker on there. They give them extra. But yeah. I actually think more importantly, too, on the top side of that, um, you, you guys heard the racer, I feel like. The racer said, hey, we'd love to see a contingency program come back. And what I hear is IHRA delivering on that's like you just said, Mel, you guys read, you read the comments, you read the posts, and people have questioned well, can we get a, a contingency program? I know a lot of people who may not be 100% up to speed or, or maybe not all the way on par with the thought process of that contingency program just being a gift certificate. But it's better than zero either way you look at it. So appreciate you guys bringing at least that piece back to the racer itself. Absolutely. Casey, you were going to say something. Yeah, uh, my second question that I had on that is actually brought up in the YouTube chat over here somewhat. Um, Back to the top sportsman, top dragster stuff. Eric White's asking, uh, first of all, maximum dial for 
top sportsman and top dragster entries beyond the and then well, I guess the follow-up question we'll just start with that so maximum dial-in for both <laughs> those categories real quick I, I, I have to look that we got it. I want to say, let's just say 529 for top sportsman, 499 for top dragster, which is the same as PDRA and NHRA. Okay. Um, and I, had, I, I didn't want to misquote anything. Yeah, so. no problem. I was actually getting ready to say it because I had read it already um, before that. Right. So, so that's, that's great. Um, second question was uh, you, we had texted back and forth a couple weeks ago and I was asking how many cars uh, are you going to take? And you said 32, 48, 64, depending on how it worked. Uh, the non-qualifiers, which is something we've left out, are going into their own field where whoever didn't qualify is going to race top sportsman and top dragster together in a combined field for the non-qualifiers. Is that still correct? We haven't finalized that exactly yet because we got to figure out how to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you know, we, we see other organizations, like even at Bandemir does it. They put top sports and top dragster together, and it just all depends on how many we're going to get. If, you know, if we get, you know, 32 top sportsman cars and we only get 35 top, you know, top sportsman or dragster, then that's only leaves three cars. So it's like one of them deals is, right. you know, we got to figure out what we're going to get before we can figure out what we're going to do. When we first started this deal, we were going to put them into the box category. But now that we tap the box, we can't do that. So that right. kind of threw kind of a little curveball in there. Yep, that makes so, sense. But yeah, we are we are working on that, and we can and if we can make it, we it's got to be a minimum number of cars to make it work. And if there is only three or four, then that that isn't going to work. So we'll we'll put something together for a, a second chance type race. Yep, yep. And bear with us now, too, guys, as we feel through these questions. You know, they're coming in kind of a million miles a second. If you want to be honest over here, so if you see me looking back and forth between screen and screen, <laughs> they're just questions that are coming in. Not to mention, we've already kind of gotten questions sent in ahead of time. Um, one question I know that I saw come through was in relation to weather and your indexes as we go back to the rod classes. In my opinion, I feel like I know the answer to this question. If if I say you, the the index is 690 and we're in Colorado, which we aren't according to the track list, I guess you right. better figure out a way to run 690 right. is all I see here. Am I correct there? Yeah. Yep. Well, I, didn't, I didn't see you guys moving the index based on well, any type of uh, area or location there, which yeah, yeah, it wouldn't make sense to me to, to move it, but just had to ask that question. Thank you. Realistically. For that. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is my personal opinion anymore, they don't need to do that anyway. They don't need to run whatever 940 to go super comp racing in Bandemir every more. Everybody can go 690 at sea level. That's true. So, that's true. <laughs> they don't I'm need kind to of do that. That's, yeah. just, that's just too complicated. But uh, this is probably the most important question. And this is the, then we'll go into more everybody else questions here. This is my last question. Uh, but it's something that I believe everybody's going to want to know because of the fact that obviously a super comp dragster or a super gas car or a super street car, if they're not super street racing, a lot of them are bracket racing, you know, they're not class racing. So in that scenario with this 64 car capped field, will those drivers who are entered in a rod class, will they be allowed to also enter the top bulb class? or the mod class, whichever one they choose, with the same car and the same driver? Do they need different cars? Do they need two different drivers? Or is it just, it, did you get in? Then come on. <laughs> so yes, they can enter, same car, different driver, whatever. It's only, but only one entry per class. 
So across the board. So if you got your knock, you can't double enter any of our classes. But hypothetically, if you get somebody who's feeling frisky, I was just talking to Adam Booyah earlier, and he's one of these guys that do this. If he thinks he can run every single index with the same car, is he allowed to go do it if he can make it to the lanes in time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. He's going to cause havoc then. <laughs> he, might, he might, man. He, you never know with that guy. He's a little bit crazy. But uh, people just got to yeah. realize, you know, and cut some slack. This is a whole learning curve for to get this thing going again. You know, it's there's going to be some hiccups. So we just gotta, <laughs> we're just, you know, we just got to just it's a learning curve. Yep. Right. No, exactly. Um, we're, just type doing, of, we're just doing what people's been asking us to do. Exactly. Know, since we took this thing over. I mean, this is all stuff that. Heather and Mel gets just emails all the time and hey when are you going to bring back the ride glasses so that's what we're doing you know and we don't want to feel like we're leaving out the stock and super stock because man we I'm that's yeah, we're not yeah that's oh, badass yeah. I mean we probably get more cars doing that but then it's a whole yeah. other side of like you said the the tech side of it you know and then do you have them tech their own class I mean can't really do that I don't know I mean, if this year goes great, then we'll add that next year. Yeah, and I mean, ultimately, you have to have a tech official in the stock and super stock classes, especially that understands what's going on. Because first of all, you really have to tech them. Second of all, you can't have a national record if you don't tech people. Someone's teching, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, that would be great. It'd be great if uh, if you guys were looking into that route, then it would be great to get in contact with. uh, CCRA Carolina Class Racers organization out here because they already have a really big stronghold at least in the southeast yep. by me. I mean they have 26 races yep. a year. I mean yep. they race a lot and there's a lot of cars show up. One of them being yeah, we, Dan Fletcher. We had them actually booked into right. Darlington. Uh, Darlington, but we couldn't run the Darlington dates with all of the uh, with all the NHRA races at the beginning of the year, so we had to move the Darlington date to May. So, and then they couldn't, they were already had a race that weekend. But yeah, we were going to have stock super stock at, at Darlington. So. It would be another mystery, class. mystery class. <laughs> yeah. Well, another, another great mystery class would be uh, the gear jammers out here. If you, if you need something for out this way, I know uh, Roxborough's put a lot of money into their track this year, and they're going to have you guys' uh, bracket finals this year for Division One. And mm-hmm. uh, they do that gear jammers class up there quite a bit. Um, in fact, I, I want to say it's legitimately called Roxborough Motorsports Park High Wine and Gear Jammers. And who doesn't like hearing five speeds pulled in an eighth mile? Right. That's <laughs> <You> awesome. <know? laughs> right. So, Casey, got to I got a couple more. Hats off to Angela out at Roxborough, man. She works her butt off. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey. They've repaved the entrance, they've repaved the shutdown. I think they repaved the return road. Uh, they're having a bunch of wild eight stuff this year. I just saw their new schedule was was announced. Um, they're having like four or five wild eight classes. I mean, that old uh, Larry, you might know uh, the old PD Fleet Carbon McCoy car. You remember that car? Yeah. That car, I think, has been 380s out there. So, I mean, they can handle whatever you want to throw at it for the most part. So uh, that was before all that stuff happened. So, right. and a uh, 65th anniversary year for Roxborough. So they're a uh, pretty cool deal. I see. Yeah, you I get see. the if you win that championship, you get the cool jacket. <laughs> there you go. 
So next question I got coming in here, and this is actually a pretty good one, um, considering as we began the call in the in the backs behind the curtain, whatever you want to call it, at the in the backstage. Um, I, want, I wanted to bring up kind of the thought about how quickly you guys were going to break the internet when you begin to release the entries, how to enter, um, things of that nature, which we can come back to. That way we can give out a little bit more tidbit after we answer the question or, or keep that in mind when you answer <laughs> to give an understanding of where uh, competitors need to go in order to sign up for said class or classes that they want to participate in. Uh, question coming out of Vince Taylor, longtime follower, going bracket racing community here, racer over in, uh, out here in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth uh, Metroplex. Um, top 32 question almost. Looking into next year with you having a 64-car field for top and bottom, is there a chance to take the top 32 competitors from this year and insta-lock them into next year? Or even 16, uh, to kind of add into his question. His was specifically surrounding 32. But... In 30 seconds, I, I, I'm with Casey here, like we talked behind scenes. In 30 seconds, you will fill a 64 car top bulb race, especially, and I'm speaking for Extreme Raceway Park here, at that particular racetrack. It's going to happen in a matter of seconds, and there are going to be a lot of people who are uh, inevitably left out there, and a lot of local track racers who would like to represent Extreme Raceway Park in the whole. Um, so what are your thoughts on... After you get in for 32 or the 64 car show, the top 32 or the top 16, it doesn't matter to me how many, maybe even it's the top eight, have already locked themselves into next year. Um, have you guys thought into that, any? No, but that's a good idea. Yeah, I thought you might like that. I'm pretty sure Vince did too. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a thought process yeah. here. Yep. Right. Almost and a race. It's not a race. Yeah, if a guy doesn't get into, I mean, obviously doesn't get into box or no box. I mean, you, you know, other than a tree. You know, you can go ahead and, and swap over to the rod classes. So sure, sure, so, sure. Especially if you're a box guy, you're a box guy. Sure. Nope. Thanks for yeah. answering. <laughs> but if you, did you want to? Do you want to talk about how they're going to be able to do this process? Absolutely. Or do, you want to do that later. No, we can go on right now. Oh, we're right. already on the subject. Let's go ahead and, and put <laughs> it out there. Yep. Okay. So the first race we're going to open up is going to be uh, XRP. Um, we're going to we're right now tonight. We're putting the event details. Kind of like what I started sharing to you guys on Facebook. Uh, that'll be on as soon as we get it on ihra.com. Uh, and then as soon as that's solid online, then we're going to go ahead and make a post telling everybody that the following day, so we're looking for Thursday right now, not, not, nothing's guaranteed. I want to make sure everything's set up perfectly. Uh, they're going to, and then they're going to we'll have a link to, we have a FOAT account. Oh, so go to thefoat.com. Uh, uh, the two all the classes will be on there, but it'll be a 64. You'll be able to see how many are left while we're while you're buying your tickets for it. One you know one entry per person. So if they want, if they're you know if their their wife wants an entry too, they're gonna have to log in as the wife. So um, so we'll see. So everything will be thefoat.com uh, slash ihra is what our uh, the link will be, and we'll have the link on those posts. But then we'll also give a one hour warning. So if we're going to do this seven o'clock central on Thursday, six o'clock, we'll go on and let everyone know one hour, you know, and it, and it's, we're not going to play. We're not going to play no games. We're going to start it right at seven o'clock. We're not going to, you know, start it at six fifty five or whatever. But, you know, um, but like I said, it's a tough deal having to limit it. But if we didn't limit it, we wouldn't probably be able to get these races done. I don't know. Be if you my said this, uh... Great. 
I'm sorry about that. Say it again. Say it again, Larry. I cut you off. You might be racing for a week straight. Right. <laughs> Shoot. I don't know if I said this, and you, you said 7 p.m. Is that Eastern or Central time? We're going to do it for the uh, the location of each track, so that will be 7 Central for, for Extreme for Texas. Mm-hmm. Yep, gotcha. Okay. gotcha. Do you have any idea what the run order is going to be yet? Have you even thought that far uh, into it? Yes. Um, it's on actually the uh, on that one of the posts I made. So it it basically box juniors and in no box, okay. Okay. And then we then we real steel because they want to they want to use the prep for real steel, uh, and then we go into so this is going to be Texas uh, outlaw pro mod, and then they have a 450 pro mod bike class. That's kind of a mystery class that Texas will we'll announce for Texas. Awesome. Um, and then top dragster, top sportsman, quick rod, super rod, hot rod. Nice. nice. Awesome. Nice. So if you're one of those guys that's that's going to enter all the classes like my buddy's talking about, then you better you better have a good cooling okay. system. <laughs> well, the, the, rod, the rod classes that go back to back to back, and uh, I mean, there's normally going to be time. You know, if, if all, you, all you need is a decent amount of cars, and as long as you know that you need to be right back in the lanes. Right. Just be the first guy in the lanes, and then that way you'll be good to go. No big deal. Right. Um, points program. How's the points program going going to work for this? Is this something that's I, I saw a post where uh, the XRP race it seemed like was being left out, and then the other four were going to accumulate points. Am I remembering that correctly? That is only for ProMod. Okay, so, okay. That makes across sense. the board, yeah, across the board is going to be uh, it'll be four out of the five races we're okay. going to accumulate points for. But ProMod. You're going to ex- exclude XRP and in ProMod will be four out of four. Of so the essentially, other, other locations. So essentially, as a uh, rod competitor or top sportsman, top dragster competitor, you can drop one race essentially. So if you can't right. make it to one, then then you get the other four. Right. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, George, you want to go to commercial break before we get into the viewer questions? Because I got some written down over here. Well, why'd you have to tell them? I was going to take the. I was going to tell them anyway. But anyway, you read my mind. Everybody hang in there. We're going to give a quick shout to our marketing partners. Don't go anywhere. Okay, we'll be right back to you with more with Mel and Larry from IHRA. Don't go anywhere. BRG Motorsports 3D Printed Racing Parts are able to provide you with whatever you desire to enhance your drag racing operation. Items like safety belt magnets, nitrous bottle holder, and even quick-release delay box mounts are able to be obtained from BRG Motorsports 3D Printer Racing Parts. Have a look at top selling items such as helmet hooks and steering wheel hooks, which are proven to make it easier to maneuver throughout your race car. You can contact BRG Motorsports 3D Printer Racing Parts at telephone number 765-729-1177. GSR Racing Products has everything you need to make your PowerGlide Turbo 350, Turbo 400, and 727 transmissions the best they can be on the street or at the track. With exceptional products, customer service, and over 30 years of experience, TSR Racing Products is always available to help their customers with any of their transmission needs. In-house machining ensures you only receive the best products from TSR Racing. Visit TSR Racing Products at tsr-racing.com or give them a call at 800-394-5889. completely redesigned our best-selling thermostat fan to make it even better. 
Proform's high-performance universal 15-inch electric fan is the perfect upgrade to replace the stock fan in your vehicle. It's equipped with a thermostat that's adjustable from 160 to 240 degrees. Mounted to your radiator supports with sturdy brackets and driven by a heavy-duty motor, this unit pulls up to 2,800 CFM of air with a 14-amp current draw. All mounting hardware and wiring are included. All right, all right, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Going Bracket Racing here live with the IHRA <clears throat> leadership. And uh, I'm pretty sure they want to say thank you to everyone behind the scenes who's helping out them as well. As I know for a fact, I've already heard uh, Larry thank his IT department. And her <laughs> name is, is <laughs> I'm pretty sure, near and dear to his heart. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining in, hitting that share button. Thanks all to our marketing partners for everything that you do for us here at Going Bracket Racing to keep the lights on. We're going to continue moving forward into this show as we got more questions coming in, a little bit more than what we can deal with uh, sometimes there. But keep them coming, guys, because that's why we're here to answer as many of those questions as possible. Casey, I'll go to you. I know you got some uh, questions out of that YouTube side over there. Yeah, uh, this is actually something that was on our Facebook page earlier, but I didn't want to forget about it. Um, so Jesse Fritz on the Facebook page says, will you honor a competitor's license and chassis certs or does everyone need IHRA credentials? And if IHRA credentials are required, would you allow current NHRA license to directly cross to IHRA? So essentially uh, cross-referencing whatever classes that you're current for right now send it in send your send a copy of it and pay the money now you got an ihra license for that same class yes uh all nhra tdra your license can it transfers right over you just uh, go on the go on the internet and uh membership center on ihra.com um and we uh, ihra has always accepted nhra chassis search so yes yeah, so you don't have to restart your car to come run okay we'd like so, we'd like you to yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Larry would but, like you to. So. Right. Um, speaking of that, uh, for chassis certifications in uh, your general area, you go to ihra.com. Is there still a list of current chassis certification uh, yeah. officials for your vicinity? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so Jesse Fritz, you're good to go, man. So. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen, a, I've seen a post as well. I think uh, Cody Pelage may be doing some some of that out in a, a certain division as well. Am I correct as far as for yes, chassis certs? Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. So you guys know Cody, yeah, so reach out. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, we're getting ready to – he's got four locations. We're, we're putting Cody's uh, locations up in the next couple of days on, on online. So he can go and see that uh, one uh, two weeks at his track. And then when Cody goes to any of our sports and spectaculars, uh, he'll be there too. Take care of chassis as well. Got it. Got it. Casey, awesome. got another one? Yeah, man. Uh, one of our long, long time. Might be the very first GBR fan ever, actually. Troy Abercrombie. He's from out there in Oregon. His, his. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say it. But anyway, <laughs> one of his aliases is Troy from Oregon. But anyway, so is IHRA looking for opportunities on the West Coast? I think a lot of the people out here may prefer their bracket program over NHRAs. We're looking everywhere. Getting, yeah, getting the tra getting the, the tracks to, to swap in, in the Pacific Northwest, especially up there. I mean, it's, it's tough because you got to be able to get three or four 
together. Uh, but trust me, we reach out every year. We got a lot of great programs for them, and um, you never know. I got one here in Wyoming that we're working on right now, so it's kind of cool. Nice. Definitely, yeah, man. I know, I know out there, those guys are, uh, especially the Californians. They're hurting for tracks more and more, and everybody on the West Coast. I know Troy races at Woodburn quite a bit, and uh, you know he's he's constantly talking about wanting to go racing more. And any opportunity that there might be out there, I know that a lot of racers out there would would jump at the opportunity to have more opportunity to go race. Right. Yeah, it would take guys like him to put the bug in the tracks here, and tracks can talk together, and you know, you just never know. He'd be deal with. Yeah, he'd be a great guy to talk to. I know he's getting ready to throw a race at that track for the first time this year. I think he's doing some announcing duties, so he's. He's a guy to talk to. I'll get you his information after the show's over um, if you're interested. Yep. Yep. Right. And one thing, one thing I like, uh, one actually love, especially being GBR Media, uh, my streaming platform that we uh, live stream racing events, you guys will have HRA TV on the premises for each one of these events. And talk to me a little bit about that. As, as This is just a question for me. No one actually typed this in the chat, but I'm definitely all ears anytime or, any, or, or in my computer screen anytime I can turn on a race. So am I correct to say IHRA TV will be on the premises? Yep. Very good, very good. And so the event will be unless, live. Unless, is this unless, unless something crazy happens, but you never know. Right, <laughs> right. Right. Hey, we know all about the crazy stuff that can happen when you're live streaming. So <laughs> Especially we don't have on to... a technological stance, it, it definitely can <laughs> it can be quite quite trying. Um, speaking from experience here now, but um, definitely yeah, at right, Larry, Larry Larry bought state of the art equipment. Uh, we bought our own internet for the tracks. I mean, we went all out to to make sure we could make the stuff happen. Larry's even a class on how to how to make it work so larry's larry can actually if, if if one of our guys doesn't show up larry can actually get this thing up and running and no i can't no i can't do it that's the hard part oh. is finding people to help you do it <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, definitely it's a task. Cool. <laughs> on the other hand of that um, is this a two-day event? I think I've seen that question somewhere out there. Casey, you were probably going to ask it. I'm sorry if I stole it from you. But does this uh, is this a two-day or a weekend event? How's it uh, structured? Larry, you want to answer that or you want me to? Go ahead. You're, you're the one. <laughs> I'm trying to answer. It's, a, it's, it's basically a two-day event with a Thursday test and test session. So we'll open the gates on Thursday. Uh, even some tracks will open on Wednesday. Darlington open on Wednesday. They have like their Wednesday night deal. So if you want to come to Darlington on Wednesday night, you can come run. You can run them and then have our test session on Thursday. We have qualifying and gamblers on Friday. Okay, So that's what uh, Friday schedule is going to be like. And then Saturday morning, the last chance qualifier basically did that to where if a guy just couldn't get off of work or, you know, just something came up, he still had a shot to qualify. Awesome. Uh, and then if, if all works out, two o'clock opening ceremonies, start eliminations and, and run a go from there. Yeah. So hey, and, and, and to piggyback off of that answer, with there being a gambler's race, do you need to be entered into the top event, the main event, in order to participate in the gambler's race? Yes. Okay, got it. I, I know someone's going to ask that question, so I might as well have uh, brought it up to you. I'm one of them, of course. I'll do my best to right. get yeah, my they, name on the list, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. You can, you can, you, yeah, you can be entered in it. You don't have to be entered in, in, 
and no box or box, but you have to conform to those rules. I mean, if you run a, a rod class and you wanted to run it, you could, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but we did, if we, if we did, once again, if we did open it up for any, we could come run that, that gambler, then we'd be the same thing on Friday than we would on Saturday. Wouldn't be able to finish. Yeah. Um, so I, gotta go. I mean, it's good, good problems to have, but you know, we want to, we want to make it as clean of a race as, as possible. So I got to go a step further. Is this a gambler's race per class on the list or is it just for top and bottom ball? Top and bottom and juniors. Gotcha. Okay. Got it. That's what I, that's good. Good. Okay. So uh, what else you got, and, uh, and I don't, I don't know if you guys even uh, touched on the, the, the top and bottom payouts. Oh, Let's bring that back up. Yep. So yeah, that's, good. Good to get, that's good to get the people to, to enter quickly too. I mean, it's decent payout. Like once again, you know, we're not, we're not trying to, to recreate anything. We just want decent payouts and, and, and reasonable entry fees. Yeah, absolutely. $5,000 to win uh, top and bottom, uh, both, which I mean, top bulb in this, in my area, top bulb, that's pretty much what it pays for the most part, but bottom bulb, I mean, I've got so many friends in the bottom bulb class and I, I raced bottom bulb for l- the last six months of this year, just just to get a real feel for it because I've always wanted to do it. And, uh, man, bottom bulb gets stepped on so many times, and here's your opportunity to race for the same money that top pays every single weekend out here by me anyway. Um, So here's your opportunity to show up and and see what you can do because there's a lot of bottom bulb cars out there. I mean, you win a $5,000 race, you paid half the car. So, uh, you know, and and they're no slouch either. I've I've often wondered why bottom bulb is kind of talked about as a lower level class because they are not lower level not anymore at least no no right right some of these cars are definitely high high top-notch cars buyback was uh was that 75 dollars am i calling that out right for uh top and bottom okay very good and it looks like it's paying back to the eighths if i'm looking at this correctly i got my phone up here but 150 (laughs) to the eighths um 750 bucks to the runner-up um hold on i'm looking at that no sorry about that uh, I'm looking at that no, wrong. Higher. Uh, it's higher. Yeah, definitely higher. Uh, $1,000 to the runner-up. 500 to semis. Yeah. 250 to quarters. 150 to eights on a $150 entry fee. So definitely something that, again, we will definitely uh, mention it. It will sell out probably in 30 seconds. So if you're watching this show, uh, there's 50 of you on here right now. There's only going to be 14 more slots left if all of us enter at, at the same time. So let's get it going. Casey, what else oh. you got? <clears throat> on the YouTube side, Bracket Racer 1, will we see a divisional or localized program like NHRA has for the ride series? It would be nice to be able to stay in a general area rather than travel all around the world to race these classes. So in the future, say there say there is a big showing for all these rod races for this year, because obviously we know this is the feeling it out year. Come next year, will we have more of a divisional series where, for example, in my area, you could run it say Darlington, Roxborough, and Piedmont, something like that. Yes, that, that's why we're testing the waters in each of these areas to see where it would work in a division. So it may, like I said, it may not work in one and it might work great in another one. So we're going to just get you know, like I said, test the waters, see how it goes. And, but yes, having those uh, localized deals is, you know, for each division or each, like say you would put division one and nine together, the Carolinas and all that. That's probably how it would, would work out, like you said. Yeah, right. Um, but a- absolutely. It's just, uh, like I said, the sky's the limit. It's just participation and, and what people want and what people will continue to support. 
And you know right. what? You know what? Now that you mentioned this too, and this is just a good time for me to throw it out here, and it's more of comments and and my thought process behind things. But I know most of us remember the first time we'd ever done something, and in particular, <laughs> I remember my first basketball game. Do you want to know why I remember that game so vividly? Because we got beat eighty-four to one. Okay, so you take your butt kickings as they come. Well, we ended up playing that team two years later, and we beat them by forty. Okay, so you got to go through a little bit of, of trial and error as a team or a function and before you get the answer to the to the test anyway. So I appreciate you guys bringing it all back in the first place. Casey, you're going to yeah. say something. Well, it actually kind of aligns with what I was about to say. Old Racer just said in the chat over here, we don't all need to race the same thing everywhere. And that's kind of what I was getting ready to say, which was just because, say, the rod classes blow up in the Carolina area. Uh, and say they don't in Texas and say Texas wants to do real steel and they want to do outlaw pro mine and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And then say now all of a sudden you go up to, uh, you know, Illinois, Missouri area and say now all of a sudden they want to do rod stuff. We don't all need to race the same thing. That's what you guys are saying this entire time is that you just want to give more opportunities to race. Whatever you want to race, that's fine. You guys are giving people the outlet to go racing. So support what stuff you want to support. And we'll do that in that area. Absolutely. And we don't we don't all need to do the same thing. Absolutely. That's and I kind of agree with what he's saying over here because that's that's half the problem with the world today is that everybody's so worried about everybody's gotta be this way or that way. Why can't everybody just all do what they want to do over here and support that and do that? And then everybody else over here can do that. So that would be great if uh, you know, just more opportunities to race for everybody. That's that's what's better for everybody in, in general. It's better for iTrain. It's better for the racer. It's better for the tracks. As long as everybody's supporting the programs, then that's what's going to be there. I think no, I, I agree. Yeah, I can piggyback on it, too, because it's, it's seemingly, and this is what I'm expecting here, especially <laughs> with the real steel class you guys are bringing into the mix here. Um, I don't know if it'll ever happen to where, and, and this might, it's probably harder to do with more of the no prep side, but definitely some of those pro mod races that they're having over there. Are we actually going to see the crossover between this sanction or this type of racing and that type of racing? Because in the grand scheme of things, I just really want to watch some cool cars go fast down the track or participate at the same time that that's happening. Because some of those, some of those classes bring in hundreds of thousands of spectators. You know what I mean? So how, how do we bridge the gap? Can we bridge it in your opinion? Yeah. We're getting ready to bridge it. Getting ready to happen. And I, I kind of see it coming, too, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. I don't know if anybody else in the chat feels the same way, but I understand this thing is going to be built to get people in the stands, which is something that is missing from our sport in the first place. So, uh, looking forward to watching it. I, are we still on the uh, on the same level? Larry, you let out last time you were here, uh, TFD? The TFD class that you were talking about. Are we still on that, man? Because hey, I've been excited about that since you mentioned it. I don't know, man. We, we're just going to slow it down a little bit, man. Slow it down. I mean, I'm not saying we want to have bitch cars, you know. We want to do some badass yeah. racing. Because every bracket guy, trust me, every bracket guy wants to go up there and see something cool or out of control or drag your kid up there and see it. And We just want to make racing cool and fun again. That's all. And yeah, then we want to give you we want to give you an organization that that appreciates you, you know. And if if anybody knows what we've done at the World Finals and Team Finals, and 
we all let people know we appreciate them, you know, and I think they feel the appreciation. So it's going to keep doing what we're doing. And Joe Dirt said it. We're going to keep on keeping on. That goal is to have these races done at a reasonable hour. I mean, right. trust me, we did, we did, even at our world finals, we had one, one, we, you know, one night it ended up in the wee in the morning, you know, hours of the morning because you got so many cars. And we don't want to uh, race on can, Sunday. Right, right, right. We want you to head home, man. We want you to be home. Right, right, right. And that's gonna that's gonna resonate across areas too, especially here in Texas. I know a lot of people get up, go to church on Sunday mornings. So uh, thankful to the RFC, the Races for Christ team, yeah. uh, at least to to come out and give us a, a service before we go racing. So yeah. shouts out to you for that for sure. <clears throat> Casey, you were gonna say something? Yeah, uh, old racer again here in the chat. Will we see Mountain Motor Pro Stock back? Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a Larry question right there. We got another class too that we're wanting to bring. We're, we're wanting to read like a new class, something like the top fuel deal, you know. But it's all on participation this year. You know what I mean? We definitely I, want Mountain Motor Pro Stock. I mean, we we want it all. We want we want it all. Anybody that's got a race car. I mean, just any, saying. I'm just saying. Racing and, go ahead. I was just going to say, John Montecalvo liked this post. I'm just saying. John was awesome. Go ahead. It's all about support, you know, and people just start stepping up and, you know, backing this thing and believing in it. The sky's the limit here if, once we get rolling. Absolutely. We just got to get rolling. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> no, man. Um, hey, I've got questions coming in. And, all right, we got it. Then, well, here, I'll we tell you. I'll tell break. you this class. I'll tell you this class. I'm thinking about. And you guys tell me how cool this was. Uh, here we go. Gets going. All right. Go ahead. I love trucks. All right. I want. I told John knows this. Elijah Moore knows this. I've called everybody. I want to do Mountain Motor Pro Stock truck. Ooh. I think that yeah, that's the bone. It would be that. And the coolest thing is, is that. I don't know how you fit the motor under those little hoods. I guess you figure that out, but. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, is that trucks, in my mind, mean big things. Like when you think of a truck in your head, you think of like if, if you ask a little kid, what's a truck? Well, it's got big tires or a dump truck or something like that. Trucks mean big. Yeah. And they should have never had a little small block. They should have had a right. mountain. That would be right. awesome. <laughs> and they make big sounds. Trucks. I mean, we all love trucks. <laughs> yep. West Bucks. Oh, we all do. He's commenting. West Buck says he says big motor pro stock truck would be cool for sure. Yeah, you're oh, so right. Now, awesome. There you go. There you go, Wes. He'll run off with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Taking <laughs> it. Dog on it. We I should think it'd be awesome. <laughs> it you be, heard man. it first here on Going Bracket Racing. That's right. That's right. Yeah, don't steal it, Wes. Don't be like. That. Don't be I like that. Added the bone. <laughs> man. Um, well, a couple, a couple of things that we're bringing out for the. The Hot Rod Classic is, uh, we got these Iron Man Awards that are uh, special. They're black powder coated. And they're only going to be given out at Hot Rod Classics. Got our new um, medallion that all the winners will get. Brand new. And then a nice little a nice little black necklace right here to go along. All cool stuff. Um, that's what we want to make this right. We want to make it cool. We want to make people, when they win this deal, they, they, got, they can go home with some cool hardware. Yeah, that that is cool too to to be able to separate a, a certain Iron Man from another Iron Man because you always have the opportunity to win this kind, but only one way to get this kind, like the national event trophies. I mean, that's that's always cool to have something up there. You're like, well, you don't have that. 
You don't got yep. that one. Yes, the prestige of it all. So, yeah, guys, you know, we're coming up on our hour time here to a good old going bracket racing community. But I just want to kind of highlight, bring back up a few things that's going to be coming pretty soon. If I heard Mel Wright, he said on Thursday, Mel, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think you said the thevote.com is where you head to in order to get signed up. Did I get that right? Yes, thevote.com slash IHRA will have a link on our our Facebook page uh, and on that event information. And then, like I said, we will, if everything goes smoothly, 7 o'clock Central will open up ticketing for that for the XRP event. So if you're anything like me, my mind, my short, my long-term memory is not the greatest. I'm getting older, I guess. I think you better go out on your phones as, as we're watching this here and go ahead and set you an alarm clock for about 6.55 if you're out here in Texas. Because if you miss it, um, you blink and it's going to be sold out is basically what I'm getting at. Um, I just set my own alarm for the, for the whole thing. And now my alarm's going to go off today at 6.55, but that's all right. I'll, I'll fix that in a second. <laughs> Casey. We're, uh, we got one more thing yeah. over here, and and this is something I want to mention, too, since, you know, it was off the cuff here. Eric White says, make them be full-size trucks, no mini trucks. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Don't oh. be hating on the mini trucks. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm just we saying. Like I, I, we like all trucks. Man. All of them. We like all trucks. <laughs> I did, I mean, matter of fact, we truck it. We, we had trucking Tuesday today, a really clean uh, 04 Colorado uh, built out of uh, Kentucky. I mean, a really cool truck. So. Yeah, it is a nice truck. Uh, yeah, we, we're, we're all for cool trucks. So. And I think a truck class would take off like crazy. I mean, there's tons of those getting built into radial cars now. And um, I think there's that Maximus and Bipolar got a big grudge now out here. Um, man, Boosted I've seen... Blue, Boosted Blue will walk them all, walk them all day long. Yeah. What's... <laughs> There's the uh, the red uh, blown Dodge. Have you seen that one? Yeah, boost like, blue. Here's a question. Here's another so one. That bipolar <laughs> made him look like he had the brakes on. Here. <laughs> Here's another one out of Billy Lawrence. He says, "Old old IHRA racer just getting on. He just joined in. Thanks for joining us, by the way. Will rod classes truck? be all run? I will bring a big truck." <laughs> He has a big yeah. truck too, and it gets moving yeah. for forty-two hundred pounds. Wow! <laughs> so, so, yeah, so is it all run? Are all, it's all run. The first round will be random pairings, and then it'll be on a ladder after that. That a question first was round random pairing. That question was in here too. So, someone mm -hmm. asked. The, now, is that for top? Is that for all classes, or is that just all? That's for the rod classes. Thank you. Okay, because we can't get on a ladder in in top. We have a uh, buybacks and things of that nature that we got to go through. So, no, they got to top, top, top dragster, top sportsman will be ladders from the get go. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Now that was that was the last question over here, Casey. I'm sure, guys. Don't forget. I mean, this show might end here in the next two or three minutes, but this thread will be live on Going Bracket Racing. If you have questions, I promise you, Larry and Mel are watching this thread. Okay, so if you have questions, go ahead and leave them. If you want to ask us to ask them, maybe you might be a little nervous. Go ahead and do that too. We'll, we'll push your question out for you. So, Casey, what do you got before we get out of here, man? Man, I just want to. Tell these guys thanks for coming on again, and uh, we appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to come come over here with us. But I want to give you guys the opportunity to thank all your sponsors because I know you got a whole lot of people that help you guys out getting ready to put on all these hot rod classics and everything. So shout those out for a little bit. Mel, you're good at the sponsorship. I just want to thank wow. you. 
And I want to thank you, George, for for doing what you guys do for this sport, you know. And I want to say thanks to everybody that's got a race car. I don't I don't care what kind of race car you got. I don't care if it runs 12s in the eighth mile. I don't care if it runs threes in the eighth mile. I just go out and get your race car and have some fun. Heard that. And appreciate everybody that's stuck with IHRA. We're about ready to make it great again. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, we signed uh, Stroud, official safety supplier, last night. So uh, that's uh, one of our latest sponsors. Obviously, Summit Racing Equipment, uh, Sunoco Race Fuels, Red Tide Company, Canopies, Racing Junk. Dot com, Mosier, uh, Extreme L, Extreme Racing Oil, and LJ1 Oil, uh, ATI uh, Performance Products, Strange, Fuel Tech, Campion Auto Lift, uh, Dom Baskin Truck Sales, uh, Durana Hybrid. That's a, a really cool, really cool company that probably nobody knows of, but it, it's is. Check out their website and see what they do. It's it's absolutely crazy what they can uh, what they can uh, what they can do. Um, and then we got um, a couple other. We got M M&M and M Transmission uh, just came on board, so we want to make sure we, we thank that. Larry's companies, you know, Larry Jeffers Race Cars. You can't forget that Bullet Racing Engine. Um, all these all Larry's companies all contribute to IHRA one way or the other. He rolls them all into one. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely need Larry's companies to keep going, especially Extreme Racing Oil. I mean, go check it out. Uh, they got oil, they got oil for everything, including a lot of these racetracks. You know, they they're owned by either farmers or truck trucking companies. They got bulk oil. I mean, just it's like a no-brainer if you can get a hold of uh, of Extreme Race Oil and talk to Larry and talk to Ed, who runs the runs the show over there. Um, it's a big deal. So support Larry's companies. Absolutely. Well, guys, as always, we thank you for taking time out of your day, uh, the busy day, um, taking time away from fielding all the questions that I guarantee you guys are inundated with and coming on to go on bracket racing, speak to our community, speak to the racer itself about what you got going on. It's time to get excited about it, because if you blink, April 11th is going to be here. I'm pretty sure I'll see you there one way or the other. Either either I'm going to be participating or I'm going to be spectating one way or the other. Uh, I'll see you guys out there at extreme raceway park i don't think i have anything going on i'm pretty sure i don't um and i'll be trying to get in the race so hopefully i'll be uh pitted out there with one of the things so uh everybody thanks for joining in thank Hit you the button and uh we'll see you guys next time that's gonna be thanks, next george year. thanks cb thanks, thanks. Thank you guys. thanks thanks everybody Appreciate-